We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. This might be the worst song ever made. I don't know what you like. It's just so... I'm all over the yeah, map. All this over. Is, he told no, me last week. Yeah, this is... You know this reminds me of when I was a bouncer and all the divorced women who were 40 to 55 running on the floor with their hands in the air going, Yeah! See, we should... That's why. We, we should share... At one point in time, we should do an, uh, you know post-show uh, bouncer stories. Because oh. I was, because I was probably the worst job I've ever had in my life. The dumbest, stupidest thing I've ever done in my life was, was actually. This is really his fault. Okay, <laughs> this is his fault. Turk just can't it's wait to fault. play this because he knows that we like it. That's what it is, Turk. Okay, at some point in time we're gonna have to do this. Not Terp's today. Turk's gonna do a good job. Not not today, because I, it was the worst job I've ever had in my life. Was being a bouncer at a country bar. Oh, a country a bar. Country bar. Okay, that oh. was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, interesting. For one summer, back home after, you know, during, uh, you know when I was in Colorado, I would always go home and work because that's where I could make the most money. So I'd go home and work, and, uh, and that was one of the things I wanted to do. It's just the things that we had to do. I mean, it's not like, what's that, uh, what is it, uh, Roadhouse? It wasn't Roadhouse. Roadhouse. It wasn't, it wasn't Patrick Swayze, you know, um, you know what, I'll meet you outside. No, I'm not. Roadhouse. It was insane. If you've ever watched Family Guy, you get that oh, reference. There's I don't. A, he just sits, he's a roadhouse and looks into the camera. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, Rat Coach on the uh, Twitch Rat chat. Rat Coach. Such a bad song. First song played at a wedding to get people up. Gross. I agree. Now, Cliff Kingsbury might yeah. know about a country bar or two. He worked in Texas. Yeah, love he it. was the head coach of Texas Tech, and I'm sure there were lots of lovely ladies and went to them country bars because mm-hmm. we know that Cliff Kingsbury is a swordsman. He is a swordsman <laughs> now with a lot of money because, yeah. as we had right before we hit the top of the hour, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, along with the general manager Steve Kime, had been fired in Arizona. They're a bunch of idiots. They're now going in with Kyler Murray. Good luck to you. But this is what we need, Foyer. Why? Cliff Kingsbury uh, see, is an it took me a off, it, Cliff Kingsbury yeah. is an offensive guy. Mm. He signed a contract extension through 2027 for reportedly about five and a half million a year. So is this not the perfect scenario for Bill Belichick to bring in a guy like Cliff Kingsbury, even if he gives him the title, right, Foyer? Mm-hmm. Let's say he gives Cliff Kingsbury the title and he gives him, I will pay you a million and a half dollars. You can still collect your other four million. Minor mitigation on that. You're still going to get a ton of money from your team. Come here and prove you can do it. Because here's the thing. Offensively, 
they weren't bad. What happened to me, or at least what I think would happen with Cliff Kingsbury is, Cliff Kingsbury's found out he's not a pro head coach. The stuff that he does, he can get away with in college because you can go to the Big 12 and you can win 49-42. Yeah, you throw it 60 times a game. Bingo. <laughs> but here, it's different. And if you've got Bill B. Hoodsworth looming over him to make sure that, you know, uh, Cliff, on third and four, we are not going empty with five wide receivers on the field, no tight ends, no running backs. Let's keep it in the lane here, Cliff. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah, say um, you said perfect scenario. Oh, for Bill Belichick? Are you kidding me? Ooh, I oh. can bring in someone that he at least has a little bit of ties with. Y- yeah. It's a yeah. guy who, let's be real now, if you were to pick Cliff Kingsbury and say, do I want him to be my head coach? Or do I just want him to be my offensive coordinator? Again, it's what he was doing like at USC before he this is an offensive guy. Yes. This would be someone Check that, box. that when it came to a modern passing game, this is a guy who comes in with an existing scheme that at least I think can work and that can be tightened up okay. by a very good head Say, coach. We need to deep dive this because there's a couple aspects of this that I think it's a terrible, well, it's a terrible choice for Cliff Ooh. Kingsbury, and I think uh, Bill knows it and probably wants nothing to do with it. When it comes to, if you look at the resume, okay, who have I coached? I'm Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, when I was at Texas Tech, who did I have? I had Baker Mayfield. I had uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And then I went to, well, first I was at Houston, so I started at Houston, but I was just the OC, and then I went to Texas Tech. If you go back and look at his Texas Tech record, I don't think he has a, a winning record. Again, he, he ain't coming here to okay, be the head again, coach. Again, okay, but and then and then you mentioned the offense. He's dealing with, you know, guys that are in the league, like special players in the league. Then he gets fired from Texas Tech because they don't like him. Then he goes to USC. They hire him as the offense coordinator. As soon as the head coaching job comes up, he becomes the head coach because they're going to handpick the quarterback, give him the guy that he wanted, try to recruit when he was at Texas Tech. Yep. He decided to go to Oklahoma. Okay, they to play baseball. Yep. My thing is that. Cliff Kingsbury is not about the Bill Belichick lifestyle. He's not. He is not about that lifestyle. I don't think a guy like Cliff that has been used to running his own team, doing things his own way, and is pretty stuck with his offensive scheme. So you're telling me Cliff is not going to be able to bring his scheme. He's going to have to learn this new scheme. So, so is Cliff allowed to bring his playbook and install his playbook without any interference? You got a chance. Is he going to show up and Bill's going to say, well, we don't do this. It never worked here, and we don't have that quarterback. We don't do this, and we don't do that. Like, to me, Cliff is successful if the deck is stacked in his favor. He's got a, a quarterback like uh, Kyler Murray who can run all over the place and improvise and make things happen. Um, he's back in uh, his Texas Tech, and he's got, like, Baker Mayfield, and he's got uh, Patrick Mahomes. Sure, those guys do all the work for you. I, I just don't think it'll work, and I, I also don't think – I think Cliff is smart enough not to jump at the first opportunity. And I see Cliff – two things. Sitting out a year, sitting out a year, and then maybe taking a head coaching job or an offensive coordinator job at a college team, a high-level college team where he can get paid $2 million, $3 million. He's still got all this money being owed to him, and then wait for another opportunity or take one of the ones that are available now. I think this would be a – there's no way – I know Cliff pretty well. There's no way in hell he's going to decide to give up his future and then to be 
to be have Bill basically telling him everything that he needs to do. But doesn't, if you're Cliff Kingsbury and you want to be a head coach again in the NFL, you haven't done enough on your own. He needs help if he is going to stay a head coach in the NFL. And there really isn't, minus going to Kansas City as the OC, but Eric Bieniemy is never going to get a job. Like you mentioned yeah. earlier, there's something disconnect there. He's not even, I don't think he's even getting interviews anymore. But where, if Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, I know where he's going to go. Where? If he wants to stay in the exactly NFL, where, if he, he wants needs to, the rub from someone. Who is he it? He wants to get back into the NFL and he wants to reclaim his like reputation. Okay. Here's how it works he goes to Alabama and then uh, Bill O'Brien goes somewhere else. Like what Alabama has been doing is they have been taking these. De- de- like these it's not a bad NFL call. head coaches. It's not a bad They've been, call. hey, listen, hey, guess what, Cliff? Look at this facility. Look at all this. And guess what? You have the best player at every position in the nation. And, oh, by the way, look at that other side of the ball. Look at that defense. Half of those guys are going to be drafted. It's not bad. In the first round. And look at our kicking game. We have the best kicker. We have the best. Listen, the, bat- the guys that are on our kickoff team are starters in the NFL two years from now. That's what we got, right? So, and guess what? I'm in charge. Just coach the offense. I'm going to handpick. I'm going to deliver a future first-round picket quarterback to you. Actually, you know what? You're going to have three. I'm going to. I'm just going to. I'm going to give you three quarterbacks that'll be in the NFL, and you just ration them the way the best way you feel. Hey, if you want to play two at the same time, that's fine. You want to give one to one quarter, and by the fourth game of the season, you got to pick one though. Right. That is ultimately look at the long list of coordinators that have went to Alabama. I'm just using that as an example. No, but it's not. They all end up being head coaches. No, you're you're because again, if you look at what they built in Arizona, they had four wide receivers that at one point in time people said were number ones, and really the only one worth a damn is DeAndre Hopkins, in my opinion. But again, that's another story for another time. I wonder if Bill makes the call though. I wonder because again. Signed through twenty twenty seven out there. Just did a contract extension. So wait, so so, if, so he would be he wouldn't be the offensive coordinator though. You know that right? Oh, he would be the I think if, offensive assistant to the offensive line coach. They give him some stupid title, right? Because he so can't Arizona, be it. So, so Arizona, Arizona would pay him. it, right? Yeah. And it, if it's so five and a half million, and again, Kingsbury's got a ton of money in the yeah. bank now, and he's a single dude and all that yeah. stuff. So like, I'm sure money isn't it really. And, you know, it's interesting because if he wants to go back to college and be a head coach in college, then you go to Alabama. If you want to be a head coach in the NFL, at least thinking about – Go to Alabama. Well, but at least (laughs) thinking about maybe staying here and getting the rub from Bill. Because here's the other thing for Cliff Kingsbury. Isn't there eventually opportunity here? Good organization, stable ownership. If you're Kingsbury and you're like, hey, listen – if the money really doesn't matter and there could be opportunity here because Bill is getting older, why wouldn't a guy like Kingsbury look at this as a potential opportunity to say, it's easier for me to get the job if I'm inside the building than outside the building? I know, but we're, we're working under the premise that he wants, like, that's going to be an option to him, now, which I don't think You're it exactly is. right. And I don't that, think it and, is. And that is, I would say, if you're Bill, I, you have to call, you at least have to call him. If he tells you, I love you, Bill, but it, it's just not for me, then great. Yeah. But the one thing that you're, you're right on, like, any potential candidates for that um, offense coordinator position, quarterback coach position, they're going to have to have some sort of connection to Bill. Some they got to be in the friends of Bill category, where I trust you. You know how things work. There's not going to be this awkwardness about me telling what you. You already know how I am. 
I get upset. I'm all over the place. You know, blah, blah, blah. I'm very demanding. This, this, that, and the other. So you're going to have to have that. I just, if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, I don't know if that's the landing spot I want. Because right now he can't get a college job other than being a coordinator. Yeah, and even then, there's I'm nothing, like, I mean, there's nothing kind of like signing day is already over. All these guys are kind of all the coaches have been fired. There may be some movement at some at some other schools because some uh, you know because like if Michigan if Harbaugh leaves, this guy comes in, this job opens up, so there possibly could still be some movement. I mean, I just don't think. Listen, you saw his house out in Arizona. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury in Michigan doesn't seem to fit. No, no, I know. I'm just saying, but but if but the coach, point, if the coach who was at. North Dakota State, who was hired to Got can- to Kansas State, decides now when the Big Twelve Conference is now at Michigan. Now Kansas State is open. If somebody wants, if Houston wants to draft uh, Stroud number yeah. one, do you make a run at Ryan Day? That yeah. whole thing. So, so, so there, is, the there is, a, there is, there is. But I'm just looking at Cliff, knowing him, like the lifestyle that he likes. I don't know if I think this is the. I don't know if this is a place. This is a place for a guy who's going to be. Either you have a working understanding, you're both around the same age, or it's going to be some young kid that is just going to do everything he's told, and he's going to sprint from meeting to meeting to meeting, never go home, sleep on the floor. That's not Cliff. And Cliff is going to want to bring his own offense. I don't. Your offense sucks. You don't think? Okay, now I get that part I of it. I want to bring my offense. But he also ran the offense that Josh McDaniels was running before he left. And in terms of when, where they when he was here, well, yeah, when he was. Dude, let me tell you what. No, Cliff I Kingsbury got it. Did. He was. He, I, it was a camp guy. I understand. No, it. no, no. He was. He was a practice squad guy. What he used to do because I would see him every morning. They knew he wasn't playing, so they were having him. Um, the, he was breaking down all the film. He was like he was a guy that was charting plays. So that's how he cut his teeth. Right. So so he knows enough offense to be able to adapt. No, he what knows a lot of offense. I was going to say what you're kind of saying to me is but that. But it's not his offense. But he's you're, what you're saying, though, is that he's not adaptable enough that if this opportunity opened up, that either Bill wouldn't bend or Cliff couldn't bend or they couldn't figure it out. I think it's best. The best case scenario is if you're going to bring in. I, I've dealt with this with Joe Gibbs when I was uh, at Washington. If you bring in a guy. Uh, an offensive coordinator to run your offense, and you need to let him run his offense and get the hell out of the way. Like Joe Gibbs decided to bring in Al Saunders, and Al Saunders' offense was it was in Kansas City, it was in St. Wow. Louis, and it was lots of motions all over. Nobody liked it; everybody hated it. And sure as hell, Joe Gibbs ends up taking it over because he doesn't he doesn't understand it, he doesn't get it, he doesn't trust it. So the foundation of the Patriots' offense is always going to be the same damn playbook that I had back in two thousand and one. The same foundation. Bill understands it. Bill, I don't know if Bill wants to sit back and go, so wait, so why are you doing that? So what's the who's block? So wait, so what's the progression? So wait, huh? But isn't I this mean, a high level offensive guy who could look at Bill and say, Yeah, here's how I see it, and then Bill can react to it. Of course. Because that isn't happening with I, Matt I Patricia. Just don't know. I just feel like the there's not a lot of candidates. I'll put it that way. For OC here yes, or for head coaching jobs in the NFL? Well, I feel like the, the NFL, there's there's like your typical, what, four or five jobs, and I'm, I bet you'll be some surprise firings. But here, I don't think there's a lot of candidates to be here. couple things. One, eh, you're not the most attractive job anymore. You know what? I don't know if that's an actual a bridge to another job. Hang on. Stop <laughs> down on that. 
Because you have, do you have multiple reasons why this maybe isn't the most attractive place sure. to come to as an OC? All right, sit on that. Yeah, yeah, let's get to it. Write them down. 617-779-7937. Listen to us on the Odyssey app. If you haven't downloaded the Odyssey app, shame on you. You can take us wherever you go. We will get to Foyer's reasons as to maybe why someone like a Cliff Kingsbury wouldn't find this the most attractive place to come run the offense. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Oh, sad song. This is this is this is the song I wanted Gresh to deep think to. This is this is what you would call your desperado song. Everybody has a different one. You know, you talk about movies, desperado, right? They play this at the uh, at uh, Seinfeld. Like you know, Elaine was just sitting yeah, there. Yeah, Elaine just, was. Yeah, just shh, like she wanted to find her own song, so the, she she used Witchy Woman. It was the guy who worked <laughs> for Carl Fartman, yes. I do believe, yes. the furniture guy. So everybody has a desperado song, a song that when it comes on, you're like. Shh, and you just let it take you wherever, really. You don't have a destination. You're just along for the ride, Gresh. Yeah, I let don't it do drift that. away with your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions. 
and then it ends, and then you come back to reality, and you start talking about the Patriots. If I heard this on... You have uh, one. If I heard this on Magic or Mix, you know what I'd do? Turn it. Yep. I know. Listen, and I'm not anti-Prince. Prince is great. I, Prince is awesome. I'm waiting How, for him to roll out all this stuff that apparently was in his house that he recorded no. before he died. The, the thing is that you just aren't being honest with us. <laughs> You're yes. not being honest with us. That's one of the, the reality. Because one of the You're things not over the course of my life You're and career that has really burned no. me is not this being one, honest. It's being the, the other a, way. You have a blind side, and this is it. You're not being honest. You're not being truthful. Oh, with I me. have a blind I, spot. Yeah, it, yeah, you do. It's it's your it's like your deep emotional feelings when songs come on. Now I get it. You're a big tough guy. You don't want to. You don't want to cry. You don't want to like let anybody in. But I'm gonna let you know. Listen, it, it's a safe space with me, Gresh. I don't know what it was like with Keith. Or any other like guys that you work with, but for me, we're all about telling telling each other really how we feel. So eventually, by the time our little tour is over, I will find your Desperado song. I will find your Desperado song. I guarantee it. You got I, one. I would. Um, <laughs> how can I say this strongly enough? Strongly, I don't know. Just say it. Just don't curse. Uh oh. Where's the buildup? I so don't have a song that you would that I, there isn't one. You could talk to my wife. You could talk to my. Well, I only have a, about a handful of friends yeah. who would really know. Yeah. But I would bet my junk, including the yam bag, whole thing on the table that you'd be able to chop it off if you okay. found someone Slice who could up. tell you what would be my cry song or whatever no, no, it would be or in my feels or whatever i'll give you an example real quickly i'll give you an example because right, we had to get to more I know, okay. the other why day you think the patriots the oc job stinks right, i dropped my daughter off at uh at work saturday morning I dropped her off at work and then on my way home i had some other things to do so i just call it like exit five for me and next thing I know, I, I got to get off on exit five. Just call it that. Okay. It's going up. Right. So I didn't realize I missed my exit because there was like back to back Desperado songs on that. I just, just happened to come on. I didn't realize where I was until exit 10. That happened on Saturday. I sent my wife was like, where the hell are you? I was like, oh, geez. I just, I don't know. The answer was I don't know. She I must have in, been like, "Oh God!" I was in. CTU I get a, no, I was just, I was just, day, I, told, I was daydreaming. So was, you lost I yourself. I was daydreaming because yeah. of the stupid song, no. and I wasn't even paying attention. So I usually get off in like, you know, anyone who lives in that area. I'm like the the first exit into Foxborough. I was up, uh, you know, North Canton. That's how far I was. North Canton, my God. The Ponset Street. I was like, what the hell? I was like, that's going to take me 20 minutes to get home. Uh, how did that happen? In the uh, Twitch chat, the Boston Massacre said, Christian had himself some midday edibles. Uh, no, no. Turbo Dangerfield says, my song would be Cheeseburger in Paradise. Uh, let me tell you something. I really, I would say that one of the deeper circles of hell would be Jimmy Buffett music. <laughs> I wonder, like, if you I don't were, know if like, it's a, the seventh, if, the eighth, or the ninth, Billy. I don't know where you're in on that, but one of the deeper circles of hell. Yeah, Buffett music. Buffett fans are the worst. Oh, so, so if, if, you were, if you were some sort of like you know prisoner, some hostage somewhere, and they said, "Oh, I think I know how we can get this guy to talk." Play it again Turp. and play it loud. All right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I swear to God. So you would be, you would squeal so quickly. Not Jimmy Buffett. Oh, 
Wildland Shark. I'd probably just off myself at that point. Trying to bite your tongue off. Yeah. I'd just be like, sir, uh... I need a uh, I need a pencil and just jam it right in my own neck. Oh man! Oh my God! But right. No, there is uh, there is none of that for me. However, All with right. the firing of Cliff Kingsbury, by the way, uh, this also is Black Monday in the NFL. Lovey Smith in Houston got fired last night, and uh, I guess when you go for two and cost the team the number one pick, Stupid. you're going to get fired. And I know one packed that. But today we've learned that Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime are both gone in Arizona. Steve Kime is the GM. He's going to focus on his health. He has had uh, substance abuse issues. And Cliff Kingsbury just got shipped out the door. My thought is this is perfect. Bill Belichick, pick up the phone, make that call. This guy's got a contract with Arizona. Wouldn't cost you as much money. Try to find a way to lure Cliff Kingsbury here. However, you have reasons as to why this job isn't completely attractive. Okay, yeah, so it's so funny. So we were workshopping this during the break, and we came up with a bunch. And I really think the if if I'm uh, if I'm going to just really narrow it down to one reason why I don't think it's the the natural bridge was that what you call it? Bridge to a head coaching job? Like yeah, you land here, you pay your a, dues. It was a path to oh, God. get to where Look, you want to so be. So many of them for so long. Yep. The number one thing I go to is the quarterback. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say That's Mac the Jones. Number one thing I'm gonna say if I had to, it would be Mac Jones, and it's really not a way of like disrespecting Mac Jones. Uh, maybe indirectly, some people may feel that way. But when I look at it, I go, all right, well, Highly the Patriots, well, the Patriots were, were able to be so successful because of Tom Brady. And any coordinator or any defensive coordinator, everyone kind of lived off his ability and his, uh, his success and what he was capable of doing and how he would make everybody around him better. Like, you lived off, off Tom Brady. And now, if you're a coordinator, I think it's a little bit harder to get the outcome with Mac Jones that you got with Tom Brady. So naturally, you're not going to win as much. The games are going to be tougher. Um, you're not going to be as – the numbers aren't, aren't going to be like they like they are with, uh, with, with Brady. Not like – like if you said, hey, I'm going to Jacksonville, I say go to Jacksonville. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is about to explode. He's the next Josh Allen. He's got good leadership. Doug Peterson isn't going anywhere. The coordinators there, are, there's going to be a succession plan. Go up to uh, Buffalo with Josh Allen and Sean McDermott. Ken Dorsey will be the next head coach in the NFL, just like Brian Dable before him. That's the succession plan. Follow the top quarterbacks. Um, who's the other guy in the charge? I always forget. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. That's another guy. Follow him. Follow the talent is what I would say. If you just need a job and you want to stay employed and put food on the table, fine. Take the job. If you're really ambitious... That's the that's the that's the sacrifice you make. You so find one of those guys. That's the path. Yeah, I, the easy. I would say the easy. Now, there's obviously a bunch of, but the agree or disagree. Uh, I don't know if that's you go the to way. Josh Allen. How many coordinators do you think he's going to have in the next six years? So basically, what you're saying is Cliff King. You want Cliff Kingsbury, or think that Cliff Kingsbury should or could repeat the same pattern that he did, which is well, as long as I got all the talent, I'm a good offensive coordinator. Which in turn, someone could water down. If I'm an owner, I say, hey, you had Kyler Murray, you had all these wide receivers, you couldn't win as a head coach, and when you had a chance to go be an offensive coordinator, 
you just went to where all the talent was instead of actually taking someone like a Kyler Murray and doing something with them to prove that your offensive prowess is much more than just superficial because you went to Alabama and got handed all Americans everywhere. Hey, look at what look at look, I don't know who the offensive coordinator is in Detroit, but their offense they know who they are. They put points up on the board, they run the ball, they play action it like they can score points. Their issue was defense. They're aggressive there too. Yes, and they they're but they um listen, they had an unbelievable year. But you know what? You couldn't even name their offensive coordinator. No, I can't. I, I don't know who their offensive but coordinator. That's, but, but there you go. Because everybody says, well, it's Dan Campbell, and he's the front-facing forward guy. He's the uh, aggressive dude. I really wonder how many people look at – now, Ken Dorsey might get the Zach Taylor treatment in that Zach Taylor was kind of the next guy within that Sean McVay tree, and it was like, oh, next man up. He got the Cincinnati job. And to this point, it has worked out for them so far. But he was a fresh face. Cliff Kingsbury is trying to rehabilitate himself from being, for being real, a failed NFL head coach. And he wasn't even that good at Texas Tech. Yeah. And he had guys no. that were great quarterbacks. He had error. He had he had like human erasers. So my so, point is that I just don't I just don't think that all right, this so would be. So Mac is uh, what what would be number two on the list? Well, number two would be I think Bill Metals too much. I think if you're an offensive coordinator, I think he's gonna. Now maybe he's changed. I don't know. But I feel like you bring your offenses, he changes it. But doesn't Kingsbury need that? Well, I would say, hey, Bill, here's my foundation. Now, just don't let me do anything stupid. That's what I would say. Well, I think Bill... I would, don't let me do anything stupid. What principle, it would be, yeah, don't do it. I would think that this would be, if Cliff Kingsbury is such a good offensive guy, then why not sort of... Is he, though? But again, we're assuming well, that he is. What? Okay. We're, assuming, we're assuming that he now is because he's a head coach. Now we're getting we're, down to it How good is he bit. really? We don't I, know. I think as a head coach, he stinks. I think as an offensive coordinator, I'd take him tomorrow. Okay. I mean, oh, yeah, well, based on what you have, of course, I would too. No, but I'm talking about just in principle. Like if I'm, you know, uh, say they gave the job to Steve Wilkes in Carolina versus keeping it open. If he went and said, I'll bring Cliff Kingsbury in as the offensive coordinator. That would kind of make some sense a little bit if I'm trying to bring that guy in. But think about it. So right now, Houston, Carolina, Indianapolis, Denver are all open. Charlotte. Yeah. You that's Charlotte? Oh, you said Charlotte? Houston, Carolina, Indianapolis, Denver. Okay? Let me ask you this. How many uh, interviews – of those teams, will Cliff Kingsbury get? I'm going to go with, um, you're going to be surprised by this. Zero. I think he gets zero. I think Houston maybe <laughs> only because they have a high pick and he's I don't never know if, won. There's, there's this well, weird, the there's this weird like attraction to Cliff Kingsbury. I get it. He's very handsome. You know, and I feel people feel like he's just Sean McVay. He's not. The ladies will love Mr. Kingsbury. He's not. He's not Sean McVay. He hey. isn't. But I think people assume that he is because he's in that, like, I don't know, somehow in that club. Well, he coached a bunch of guys in college that ended up at least graduating to the NFL you, and being first round picks. They gave you the they they gave you the quarterback you wanted. <sighs> he signed a, fran- a a new deal, and I would say I dare you to go look at the NFL ranks. If he's like, if he's more of a Offensive guru. Most coaches should be, uh, you know, offensive minded because everything centers around the quarterback. But you would look at at least that side of the ball would be on point. I'd have to look at their stats, where they rank, 
how they, you know, where they, uh, I mean, really yards per game, you know, red zone, you know, all that stuff, all those things that matter. All the stats, when you look at a high-powered offense, you go, I, don't, I can't, I, if you say high-powered offense, I never think of Cliff Kingsbury. Do you? Right? When I think, holy cow, innovative, productive, um, clever, I don't, I don't think of Cliff Kingsbury at all. I think of Cliff Kingsbury in terms of being a good offensive mind. He is one of these guys who would stand at a podium and say, I want to be like Bill Belichick someday, like Brandon Staley did last year. Remember Brandon Staley, the Chargers coach, said, the one thing I really admire about Bill Belichick is he can coach at all. Cliff Kingsbury has no interest in coaching at all. He wants to, at, at best, recruit and call offense. That's it. And if you're going to stay in the NFL, you ain't recruiting, but you can call offense out your ass. So, like, places that I would go, because if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, I'm looking for the best situation. What kind of situation do I need? I'm just looking at who's got the best quarterback and who can get me out of jams. Okay. It's not Mac Jones. All right, so let me ask you this. <coughs> if you look at the head, if you look at the jobs that are open, yeah. Houston, Indy, Denver. Now, if Sean Payton gets that job, Cliff Kingsbury ain't going there. Does Cliff Kingsbury look at a guy like uh, Russell Wilson and say that's more attractive to go there than coming to New England? No. See, the thing with Denver is you're stuck with Wilson no matter how many ways you try to figure out. You need a veteran coach that's going to be respected right away. That's not Cliff Kingsbury. Okay. So you, what you really want with Cliff is a team that has a young quarterback coming out of the draft. And then he, now we're best friends. I'm, I'm, I'm your mentor. I'll be your offensive coordinator. And I'll be responsible for you because I can develop young quarterbacks. All right. You know, I can do that, but I'm not a good head coach. So let me have this young kid. Let me, uh, you know, let me, he can relate to me. I'm young. We like a lot of the same things. Like Mac? Young? Yeah. Could relate to the same things? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about Mac that's it's like an old soul to me. Give me another reason why this OC job isn't as attractive here in New England. You gave me Mac Jones and, uh, you know, you wondered about Bill meddling. Yep. Okay. What else is on there? Well, I I I, I wrote down the talent gap. I don't know what that talent's going to be. I don't know what the talent's going to be. And uh, to me, it really it, everything else is irrelevant. It doesn't matter if I'm a head if I'm an offensive coordinator. I want to go to the best talent, right? If you say fix Justin Fields, uh, I think I can do it. Just I'm going to focus just on Justin Fields. It's going to be him and I. We talk about it. he's a great runner, but he can't throw. All right, so what do I do as offense quarter to get the most out of him? Okay, fine. Now, you can sit there and say he could probably do with Mac Jones too, but I just don't think – see, I think the Patriots, that's a unique situation with a different set of rules and regulations. I just feel like it is. I feel like like Bill is just too old and set in his ways. I don't know if he's willing to accept, I guess, a younger – more, you know, not that he doesn't understand the offense, but I just don't, I think he's stuck in his ways with this particular offense. So they, they supposedly changed this offense for the worse. It doesn't get, it doesn't get any better. Well, that's the thing. What offense are they running right now? It's some sort of mishmash of whatever Matt Patricia came up with stealing plays from everybody across the I league. I bet you it's the same and then plays. The core of- I bet you it's, the, I bet you if I pulled up my 2002, 04, 05, whatever, my game, uh, you know, my game sheet. Which I, I have. Oh, you mean you, you have your scouting reports? I don't have my scouting report. I have like this, a couple Super Bowl like game plans, just like what we what we use, like the boards that they use, like the oh quarterbacks use, God. the wristbands. I have all those. I bet you. I bet you oh, they. I, I bet you they peanut butter all over myself on that. Oh, one but it's so. I that. look at it. I'm like, there's nothing. 
special about there's nothing special i looked at it the other day i was like this ain't anything crazy it's all a bunch of stupid routes like that everybody runs but the dude running it is a freaking psycho so it, i bet you the foundation is the same is the path out still through here meaning if cliff kingsbury my theory is if cliff kingsbury really wants to stay in the nfl and he wants to rehab himself go get the rub from belichick go get the hey by the way the stamp of approval <clears throat> charlie weiss Josh McDaniels twice, Bill O'Brien. These guys all got head coaching jobs by being here. Well, they all had having common. They all had Tom Brady. That is it. But you know what? You're not going to have it here. But Josh McDaniels got a second chance because he was here, even after he pissed off the whole city of Indianapolis and left them high and dry. Again, it is interesting. The Mac piece of it, you know, we have some textures jumping in basically saying, what OC wants to go to a team devoid of talent, and that's what the Patriots are. Well, that's if you assume that the exact same team is coming back next year. Again, you've at least got Devontae Parker. If you re-sign Jacoby Myers, which I think is doable, Mm -hmm. then there's still Tyquan Thornton. You have two tight ends. You have at least one running back, if not maybe those youngs that are popping up, if not Damian Harris. Really, the question becomes – can Cliff Kingsbury come in here, fit, and sure up the issues? Can he make the O-line better with scheme? And maybe more importantly, can we get somebody in here who understands how to call sequences of plays? That, to me, is why do you want Bill O'Brien? Familiar with the scheme? Yes. Understands the nuance of play calling. And that was Matt Patricia. I'm calling plays to call plays. It's like it was Madden. Real good offensive coordinators, and you know this yeah. better than anybody. It's the, oh, we're going to run the ball off the right side with the tight end to the right, and then at some point we're going to hit him with play action. Then we're going to flex the tight end out. We're going to bring a wide receiver in motion. Tight end will be a, all the different layers that you get off of of just your base stuff, and I don't think they were doing that. And if Cliff Kingsbury is supposed to be a real good offensive guy, I don't know why it wouldn't fit here. You do raise an the To me, it's not the Mac piece of what you raise. It's the bill meddling. So that would be your number one. Can, well, can can a guy like that who has coming from running his own ship as a head coach at Texas Tech and now, so what, it's been like about 10 years that he's been a head coach? Does Cliff Kingsbury have it in himself to, as the great Iron Sheik would say, I humble you. Will he humble himself? to want to come here and learn from someone that in theory might be able to make him a better head coach because the biggest issue with Cliff Kingsbury as a head coach was discipline. And if there's one thing that Bill Mm. Belichick might be hard on is discipline. I'll I'll end with this. When you, if you look in the next five years, seven years, the Buffalo bills and Sean McDermott will create more head coaching opportunities for their offensive coordinators than the Patriots will ever. Like it'll be a five to one, possibly. Ken Dorsey will leave just like Brian Dable. Whoever replaces him will be another head coach. On and on, on and on and on. The cycle will continue because Josh Allen makes you hireable. That's what I believe. How about being way better than Matt Patricia makes you hireable? Well, that's easy too. That's, well, that, that is true. I guess we're both right. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, that is true. No, not necessarily. Listen, we got a bunch of folks who are in at 617-779-7937. Hey, it's the football postseason. It is win or go home in Boston Sports Originals. Got all the news, all the takes, all the games. WEI's coverage of the NFL playoffs sponsored by Wise Snacks. Go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. I know you're tied into Wise. Is the Christian Fourier uh, jersey tied into this? Unfortunately, you no. Know, you get a little throwback? Unfortunately, no. You give a bag of chips <laughs> don't and, have a, and a Fourier. I have a flag football jersey that I used to wear. There you go. We can you give that one away. Listen, if it, isn't, if it isn't wash, you're a step away from being in a commercial <laughs> with Patrick Mahomes. Uh-huh. Uh, we've been talking a lot about offense and would Cliff Kingsbury be a fit but is there bigger flaws or are there bigger flaws in New England to make an OC not want to come here? We'll get to you next. WEI, WEI, New England Sports Original. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app and take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Gresh and Fourier on WEI. Black Monday in the NFL. Cliff Kingsbury has been fired. The Patriots need an offensive coordinator. And, well, we've been talking about whether there would be a fit there. 1250 Gresham Foyer here with you. Charlie is in Boston. Go ahead, Chuck. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Um, But, yeah, I'm an O because Bill's mindset. I mean, like, he doesn't. He doesn't want to win on offense. He wants to win with defense and special teams. And we've seen that over the past couple of years, right? Like, who, who, like, willingly rolls out Cam Newton, right? Who wants to roll with Cam Newton? Who hires Matt Patricia as their offensive coordinator? Bill wants to do it his way, and that is defense and special teams, not offense. I don't, I don't really I don't, believe that. I don't either. I, think <laughs> hey, what, I don't want to score points. Uh, I think what Charlie is trying to say is that Bill wants to win by not making mistakes like he waits for other teams to do. Therefore, there is a level of conservatism within the way he would approach his thoughts on football. Yeah, um, I don't believe that either. You don't? I don't believe that he wants to win the conservative way. What do you believe then? Well, you know, he just – listen, I don't know what – if if he was uh, – do you believe that Bill uh, – do, does Bill like to blitz – uh, yes, just not all the time. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's so con- risky, though. Well, oh, a lot of one-on-one coverages. Oh, geez, being, scary. Being selectively aggressive is different than having a conservative thought process going in. Meaning, you're managing your level of risk, and it's also score dependent. So, if the other team say you got a three-point lead, and the other team can screw it up, you let them screw it up. You don't. Uh, you don't do what Tampa did and leave the middle of the field open in a divisional round game and blitz Matt Stafford and give him an easy throw over the middle of the field. Yes. So I just feel like people think that, like, you know, Bill, like you can't just be a boring, vanilla, conservative offense. You need to, unless you have, like, the best offensive line and all this other stuff, right? That's just not the case. So I don't believe that he wants to be conservative on offense. I don't think so at all. He is going to do whatever his personnel allows him to do. Like, he can't do any of that stuff because he didn't have the offensive line, didn't necessarily have the right players, he didn't have the right coaching, he didn't have the right play selection. So what he does is he just goes ahead and he just, you know, he's risk-averse because he knows that it's just, I rather if I'm playing a crappy team, let them make more mistakes. 
The problem was that not only was he not good at the little things, but they were also making a bunch of mistakes. So it was like the the results were compounded. The issues were compounded. So it's nothing but trouble. Hmm. Interesting. Let's go to <laughs> let's go to Steve on the Cape. Hello, Steve. Hey guys. Um, is it fair to say that there can never, maybe ever, be a patriot a real patriot way without both Brady and Belichick? Just in the way that since Brady was here. I feel like the team has lost games because of being undisciplined, you know, special teams mistakes, costly fumbles. Is that because when Brady was here, Bill never had to worry about the offense during the week and he could focus just more on the defense, the special teams, and the little things that we used to be great at that used to, you know, we used to beat teams because of that. And now, now without Brady and really no offensive coordinator this year, Bill has had to kind of worry about everything. And so those little things that we used to be really good at, uh, we kind of fumbled a bit this year. For you, what do you make of that in terms of Bill's influence on the offense, even if Brady was or wasn't here? Like, uh, if I remember correctly, the quarterback met with the head coach every week before the offensive game plan was installed. I still think they do that. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to think. So is it – so what are we trying to get at? Is it uh, Bill, you know, spreading himself too thin? That his message isn't being, I don't know, received the right way? I think it's more of that meddling on offense. But A, he has every right to because he's the head coach. And B, how many times is he going to say something that an offensive coordinator is going to go, no, you're wrong and here's why? Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's a lot of that. Right. I don't know if there's a lot of that. Or I want to do it this way. Yeah, I don't know. That's And that's part of my, my thing. It's like, listen, ah, you know what? We just don't. How many times, like, you know, if Bill doesn't get along with somebody, if there's not, like, a symbiotic relationship, they don't see things the same way, I just don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work. So you're going to have to find somebody. And that's why even Bill O'Brien, you don't think he's he's the most vocal, aggressive, in-your-face offensive coordinator this, this team has ever had. But he also knows what Bill wants. He's worked here, and he's at least amenable. Some of what you've been telling me this hour about Kingsbury is that he wouldn't be amenable to coming in and fitting in the way Bill wants to do things. I just things. don't need, think he needs to be, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just don't feel like this is the type of relationship he wants. I may be wrong. I don't think the lifestyle, and I don't think this is the best landing spot for him. Do I just you, don't think it is. Are you, when you say lifestyle, do you mean Cliff Kingsbury is closer to the Bill Cower way of doing things? Where which it was is what? Eight, which was 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and you could still yes. have a life. Yes, the coaches have a life. Bill is has no life. Hey, you're going to sit on uh, – the defense is going to sit in on the offensive practice film, and then the offense is going to sit in in the defensive practice film. So you guys aren't actually going to get to start breaking down stuff and, and researching until, I don't know, midnight. You know, I do think – listen, there are certain days where you just – you have to work your ass off, and there's no way of getting around it. But then there's other days where, you know, listen, we want to, on Thursday, we want to be home at a respectable time. Friday, we're leaving when the team leaves. And Saturday, we'll get here quick enough to do our work, right? I do think there's some type of life okay. to that. Now, that is a home run point. Yeah. If Kingsbury isn't willing to work hard. No, it's not that he doesn't want to work hard. It's like, but he wants to work hard between a certain set of well, hours. No, because it's sometimes it's like, dude, we've done this already. What are we? Why are we still here? Why are we still here? We're going over the same thing. We all know it. He, but Bill, I think, is just, hey, I just want you to be here. There's always work to be done. There you go. It's always work. To my be work's done. done. I'm leaving. 
Well, uh, nobody else. Mm-hmm. The old line coaches do. Well, the well, the well, the quarterbacks watching tape. Cliff, how come uh, you aren't? Kind geez. of thing. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Are the Patriots in a better position now than they were at the end of last season? We'll get David Andrews' thoughts and Foyer's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 